Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Capanelli podcast. This is episode five of my CEO Monday business shit, my business episode. And I'm really excited because today I'm going to be speaking about money mindset and the energetics behind money. I do need to put a disclaimer in I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. This is purely my own experience when it comes to business and money mindset and money energetics and things that have helped me and the things that have really helped shift the way that I view money and my relationship with money. So I do need to put that disclaimer in, but I'm super excited to kind of share. I feel like I'm at a really good place when it comes to money mindset in relation, yes, to my personal life because it all flows into one another, but specifically when it comes to business, when it comes to the detachment of making money, which I'm going to go into today. If you have enjoyed this series, if you're loving the podcast All my YouTube watchers, I would love if you hit the subscribe button, you click the thumbs up. It really, really helps support the channel. It pushes out my video to other like-minded women as well, which is amazing because I can connect to more of you. And if you're listening to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening, I would absolutely love, 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 love and appreciate you if you could leave a five-star review. And if you have a few moments, even a written review because I love reading them. But let's get into today's episode. So if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast or the first time you've heard of my series, business series, CEO Monday Shit, basically I have done four other episodes. You can just go and scroll and have a look where I speak about different areas of business and running a business. And just like I said at the start of this podcast recording, this is all my experience. This is also what I've seen with my clients. I have helped clients scale four to five to six figure businesses. And it's been really amazing to witness. And I myself have been in business coming very, very close to five years. And I have learned so much. I this none of this is like I know everything and I've learned everything I still have a long way to go I'm still in the starting up stages but not only have I made several investments in business coaches but I've also educated myself and something that my business friends especially always say to me they say that I'm absolute queen of consistency when it comes to implementing and when it comes to taking action so one of the reasons I really wanted to start this business series is because when I learn something even though it's really really uncomfortable I yes not only do the benefits and drawbacks but I really ensure that I push myself to make an effort to try make a shift and change straight away And one of those big moments has been with my money mindset. I think I first started to really dive deeply into money mindset come the end of 2020. So post, wasn't really post the pandemic. I mean, when the pandemic first started, I flew home from Bali at the start of 2020. And at the end of that year, I really believe it was around November or December, I started to become more interested in money mindset and learn more about it and understand it. And I had realized that I had picked up so many patterns 
of the way that I viewed money, my relationship to money from my parents um, in childhood as any limiting belief, any belief system really is picked up from the ages of zero to seven, even up to the ages of 12, we're still sponges where we pick up any core beliefs. And so I don't really know what triggered me to want to dive deep into my money mindset, but I'm so glad that I started when I did, but over the past probably year and a half, year and a half, year and a half, I have gone even deeper. And what I'm going to be sharing and riffing on today, everything can be used in relation to your personal life. But of course, we're going to come back to how we can utilize it in money. And so the first thing that I really want to bring to your attention is what is your actual relationship with money? I used to hear this a lot. This has been in many of the books, many of the podcasts, many of the YouTube videos that I watch. What is your relation to money? And I really didn't understand it. And so today I'm going to tell you exactly what I teach my clients. Like if we were on a client call right now and you asked me about money mindset, one of the first things that I would say to you is, how do you view money if money was a person? And maybe you've heard this before. Maybe this isn't brand new. And I'm definitely not claiming that anything I share with you today is brand new. But I hope to just give you a, a bigger and maybe better perspective on money and money energetics and to really bring home the fact that money and abundance overall is infinite, but we're going to come back to that. So my first thing that I want to ask you when it comes to your business, when it comes to making sales, again, I'm going to be speaking in my experience of an online business where I sell a service, I sell a coaching service, but this can be applied whatever you sell, uh, whether it is a service, whether it is a product, if you are a brick and mortar, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. So if you were to write down money at like draw money on a piece of paper and I highly highly recommend this draw a stick figure or if you're Picasso then you can draw an actual person and I want you just to put around the page so if you were to draw a stick figure around the page that stick figure is called money that stick figure we're looking as money what are the traits or what are the phrases or what are the feelings that you were getting from money currently? This is the first thing to look at. Now, it doesn't mean that every single one of your beliefs, and especially if you've been doing personal development work for a while, you have more than likely dabbled in money mindset work. But I believe that money mindset is something at every single level, which we are going to speak about deeper soon. Every single level, you need to do a new level and uncover a new level of money mindset. And it, it really, and this is what I realized is I started this at the end of 2020 and I was going really, really hard. And then I kind of like had it in the back of my mind and I would do the bare minimum when it came to money mindset. And there was a period of nearly two years where I really struggled to break through certain revenue standards in my business or even the uh, amount of clients that I would attract because I just wasn't continuously refining my relationship with money at the different stages of my business. And so when this happens, when you're not refining the relationship with money at different stages of your business, you will sometimes find that you will kind of reverse or go back to what you're super comfortable with. Because reminder, when it comes to belief system, and if you haven't, make sure that you definitely listen to if it's any episode that you listen to when it comes to this business series, it needs to be episode number one. It's about mindset. That will be a great starting point for you because it ties in beautifully 
with this episode. In fact, it ties in beautifully with all the episodes in this series. But remember that we learn belief systems that we then take on board, our nervous system, our subconscious mind takes on board as fact and that we're very, very comfortable. So anything outside of that, you, and this is why it's so important to go into the root of subconscious programming. And this is why my mastermind that begins January 8th, I'm so excited. I've had a, I've had four women in the past week sign up to start in January and come into this mastermind. And one of the main concepts and pillars is subconscious programming. One is specifically coming in for business. So if you're wondering if it's right for you, if you have an online business or if you want to start a business, definitely in the show notes, you will see the link to apply and to learn more. It is application only because it is a mastermind. But if it's anything you take away is you need to change the way you think, especially when it comes to money. And this is how you are going to see more success with your business. And so what I really want you to start to think about is the belief systems that you were comfortable and how you're viewing money. So back to the activity that I've given you, you've drawn a stick figure on a piece of paper and I want you to write out the beliefs, the feelings. Does it make you feel icky? Does it make you feel mad? Is there a feeling of scarcity and anxiety? Do you get scared? Like do all the actions that you were taking as well. Are you scared to check your bank account? Do you avoid paying bills? Do you always use the word expensive? A little side note, I never use the word expensive anymore. I haven't. This was like one of the first shifts I ever made in 2020. I just stopped using the word expensive. My partner doesn't use it anymore as well. And I will just use the word luxe or I will reframe what I am saying as that's not in my that's not in my vision right now of what I want to purchase or that has a luxe price tag it just it's a nicer it's a cleaner feeling again that may not resonate with you but that's something that I just don't use the word expensive my I kind of like when I hear it my body rejects it and this is kind of another kind of side tip I know I'm going on a few tangents in the at the moment but a side tip is you really want to get your mind used to repelling what does not serve you so at the start this was difficult because I'd be like I'm not using the word expensive but then if I was having a conversation with a friend or someone was using that word expensive I'd like agree even if it was like a head nod or I would just use it to appease them And that's really just doing yourself a disservice. So you really need to look at the language that you were using as well when it comes to that and what you're accepting. Um, I'll focus on this for a moment and we'll go back to the stick figure. But what are you accepting when it comes to the language? You may want to change and you may say all the affirmations, but if you have a conversation with your friend and they're saying, oh my God, this, this breakfast was so expensive and you're like, yeah, yeah, it was so expensive. You are just getting back into old patterns. So you need to get really used to getting uncomfortable, getting uncomfortable with creating a new comfortable, a new normal when it comes to language around money. So anything when it comes to the language that you use, the language that you agree with, put that down on the sheet as well, back to the stick figure. And I want you to look at this. What is this relationship like? Is it Is the energy, is the vibration of what you've got on this piece of paper, is it not feeling good? Is it not, if you were to have a relationship with this person or this was a friend like in real life, the feelings, the sentences, the language, the way that you're treating this type of um, relationship, does it serve you? 
And that's what I had to get really, really honest about when I started changing my relationship with money. And this is what I needed to do every single, every single time I reach this new level of money and abundance until you, you can do, this is the thing, right? You can do all of the affirmations that you want. You can say them all. You can script in your journal. You've probably seen on TikTok here on YouTube. You probably listened to podcasts that have said, you know, here's a 369 method or here's what you need to script under the full moon or here's what the journal prompt that will shift your money mindset if you do it for 30 days straight. These do help. These do help with rewiring. These do help because a subconscious mind does love repetition. But what I'm going to say, if you aren't getting to the root and the feeling, it doesn't matter how many times you affirm I am rich, it's actually not going to shift and you're not going to see a change in your reality. If you've been doing this work or you believe you work on your money mindset, but your money hasn't shifted your abundance, your reality when it comes to what you're bringing in, in your business, your clients, your sales, your revenue isn't consistently going up in direct correlation with your effort to money mindset, something has got to change. And the first thing you do really need to look at is that relationship. And so we start from there. We start to see, wow, if this is a person, this is how I'm treating it. Or these are the things I'm saying about it. Or these are the ways I'm feeling about it. Now, I know one of the first things that you're probably thinking, and I used to think this as well, when I would consume money mindset uh resources I completely lost the word there I went blank when I'm consuming money mindset resources I would be like okay but I'm not feeling that I don't see that in my bank account or I'm not seeing those clients in my business and yeah it's all well and good to like think about that or write that down but how is that going to help me make sales your sales in your business the clients that you attract what you believe people can afford is a direct correlation of how you're feeling about yourself and that direct correlation is a mirror into the relationship you have with money and so you again this is where we have to take self responsibility and i've had to have many hard conversations with business clients i've had to have many hard conversations with myself if I or my clients aren't seeing the results they desire in their business, whether it is a certain amount of sales per month, uh, overall revenue, uh, cash sales, whether it is a certain amount of clients. It is because somewhere in your belief system, you believe that you aren't worthy or you or you have created this unconscious revenue standard, which feeds into, I'm going to go into that in a moment, but that feeds into not feeling worthy or any other limiting belief. And this is why we really need to explore when we're drawing that stick figure, what are the belief systems you have picked up from your parents or your primary caregivers that are now directly reflecting your business? You can have every strategy you can have the best content in the world. You know, there's <laughs> unpopular opinion, but there are a lot of business coaches out there that will teach you, you know, you if you have effective enough content, you will sell. Yes, I do agree with that. You can sell when it comes to your content and we've spoken about this, but the you also need to have the belief system that you can bring in those sales. You also need to have the belief system that what you charge, you can back yourself on. You need to have the belief system that the amount of money that you're bringing in from your business is something that you feel safe in holding in something you feel safe in receiving. So I'll share with you an example of a belief that I have been working through 
the entire time that I started working on money mindset and it changes in degrees and it changes in the different uh, levels of success and where I'm at in business. And so it's one that I'm very, very consciously aware of now and how my self-sabotaging patterns show up. So a belief that I picked up from childhood, number one, my parents always used to use the words expensive and we can't afford that or we don't have enough money for that. And I would see my clients get my clients, my parents get their money, they would spend it. So they would straight away get rid of it. And I'm not saying on bad habits, it would be like food shopping, it would be the bills, the mortgage, you know, whatever we needed for school. So, you know, this is a thing. My siblings and I, we were very fortunate. We went to private schools. We did so many after school activities. This is why I'm a high achiever. I did dance for 17 years of my life. I did athletics. I did taekwondo. I did music for nearly a decade of my life. So, you know, this is the thing. It can look very different person to person, but isn't it incredible that I was so infinite in all the resources and what I was be able to experience. But what my mind picked up as a child was that the moment my parents got money, they got rid of it straight away. So I have picked that up and I saw this really in my early 20s. This is where I started to recognize it. I would get a paycheck straight away when I was a pharmacy assistant and I would spend it like that, like that. So I think I would get paid maybe Wednesday night, Thursday, and then I'd go to work Thursday. I'd spend it by Friday. Like I'd go shopping. I'd buy so so many new activewear, so many shoes. Like I had so much. And then by the weekend, I would blow it all. I would go clubbing. I'd buy drinks. I'd buy a brand new outfit, brand new heels, new makeup. And then this pay was meant to last me two weeks and I would, and it would get to the Tuesday. So I just got paid like Wednesday night, Thursday. It would get to the Tuesday and I'd have no money. And so what I unconsciously picked up was that even though it was receiving abundance, even though I had a job and even though I had enough money to last, I saw my parents have that as well to sustain the lifestyle that I had, but I picked up that they get rid of it straight away. So what does my nervous system unconsciously do? It found ways to get rid of it. And so I would see this in my business especially in the the start of my business. And I want you to start to think of as I'm speaking, the belief systems, maybe you're really resonating with this one, but I started to see what I would do when I would make a sale or how my body would feel when that money came into my bank account. I would start to witness what would I automatically believe I needed to go do with that money or was I getting rid of it straight away? Was I not allowing myself to experience it? Now, it doesn't mean that, okay, so don't pay your bills, just like let it sit in your account to make yourself feel safe. No, it just means that I had to watch how I was unconsciously getting rid of money for the sake of getting rid of money, even if consciously it didn't feel like that. Remember limiting beliefs are reflected reflected subconsciously and we don't understand them until we start to consciously witness what we are doing. So in relation to business, if you feel like you do have gotten money, if you feel like you are starting to make an income and maybe you've left your job, maybe this your business is full time. I'm going to do a scenario if your business isn't making sales in a moment, just bear with me. But if you feel like, okay, I'm making money, I'm making sales, like I don't need to 
get another job or maybe you're still in your part-time job and you're kind of ready to leave. You really need to look at the belief system that is making you unconsciously get rid of money or unconsciously not feel safe welcoming more abundance. Now, Something that comes up with this is what is your unconscious revenue standard? And in fact, this will be related to the next example as well. But what is your unconscious revenue standard? The unconscious revenue standard is your baseline. So for example, if you have become accustomed to, I'm just going to use easy round numbers. If you have become accustomed to getting $5,000 a a month let's say you got that in your job your job that you had before you started your business full-time so you were in this job for two years and you were getting five thousand dollars every single month and so that paid your bills that paid your rent you were able to go to dinner enjoy life with friends now you've got it into your business and you feel like you're working harder you feel like you're attracting and then you feel like it's effortless to kind of get to that five thousand dollar point but then as soon as you get there, you can't you can't go any higher. Or what starts to happen is maybe you'll get six thousand dollars, maybe you'll sign a brand new client, and so you get a thousand dollars from that client, and then all of a sudden you attract a, a random bill, or all of a sudden your tires will pop and you have to you have to replace them. So you have to spend a thousand dollars, or all of a sudden you realize the tax office. Um, did I say that example? Anyway, you owe a thousand dollars, but see how it brings you back to your unconscious revenue. Now, what happens if it's the opposite in your business and you have, remember, this doesn't have to be a figure amount. It can be the amount of clients, uh, depending or digital products, whatever it may be. But if you are so used to your unconscious revenue standard being $5,000 and then maybe one month, you know, there's five days until the month is about to be over and you've made $4,000, your body goes, ah, oh, okay, we're not comfortable here because we know we are worthy and we know we can hold $5,000. So then what do you do? You find this motivation, you're doing this, you're coming from an aligned energy and all of a sudden you attract one more thing and you bring in $1,000. And so the body kind of goes to homeostasis, equilibrium, it breathes, it goes, okay, we made it, $5,000. So that is something that I really, really want you to start to look at is what your unconscious revenue standard is. If you're seeing that you can, you feel like you're only attracting eight clients when you've had on your vision board 10 clients for the past year, or you feel like you can't get to that $10,000 a month and you always seem to just hit $9,000, start to really ask yourself, what is your body primed to feeling worthy and safe? And this directly links to what I was speaking about when it comes to your limiting beliefs. Now, another example and something I've workshopped with all of my clients is what do you do when you've started a business and you're seeing no clients? First, what I would recommend is listening to the past four episodes of this business series because they are really practical. They are really tangible. This is a more of an energetic episode. Yes, there's practicality in here, but definitely the past four episodes is going to help you. So I would even pause this and I would go listen to those first. And then from there, if you've listened to them and you're actually consistently taking action, you really need to start to somatically Bring an awareness to your body of how you can hold more wealth and how you can bring in more wealth. And this links perfectly to what I just spoke about, the unconscious revenue standard. There is some part of you that does not feel safe to welcome in more money and start to think of the relationship with your money. There is some part of you that either thinks selling is icky thinks that people who do sell is icky, believes that people won't buy your your things, 
or feels like it's too much of an effort, or maybe you're not selling enough. If you are a, I said this in another episode, but if you're a business, you should be selling every day. But when it comes to money mindset and not seeing the sales, not seeing the clients that you truly desire, it is because there are beliefs. Number one, there are belief systems. There are subconscious programmings that are stopping you to bring that in. But number two, you also, in your nervous system, you do not feel safe. This is a whole energetics. That was really this sec- this latter part. This is really what I was missing the past couple of years. I did a lot of work on my subconscious reprogramming. And what I've been working on is spe- uh, specifically this year is actually feeling safe in my body feeling safe in my body. So what are some really practical things, right? Rather than just sitting with and visualizing $10,000 and being like, I feel safe. Number one, a practical thing. I share this with my clients. I am always affirming. I am safe. When I look at my bank account, I look at my bank account every day. If you're not doing that, at least a few times a day, we need to start there. That would be one practical thing. But looking at that and saying, I am safe. And then just every day, randomly, I am safe to welcome more abundance. I am safe to hold money. I am safe. I've said this on a podcast episode before is one of my favorite affirmations for anything. And it has truly transformed me when it comes to money mindset, because I'm priming the body. Remember the subconscious mind loves repetition. I'm priming the body. Did I feel safe when I started to first speak about this and say that affirmation? Absolutely not. But you prime your body. So that's number one, using that type of affirmation, using it to the point where it's so repetitive that you just you just start to use it all the time and you believe it 110%. Number two, EFT tapping. Just YouTube it, Google it, TikTok it, EFT tapping. When it comes, I've been doing the faster EFT tapping. So there's like a longer version. I think that's like the main version and a fast one, the shortened version. I've been doing that recently. I have been finding that I'm resonating with that more. There's no wrong or right, but I'd highly, highly recommend Uh, doing this because EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique is when you are tapping the meridians in your body. If you've ever done kinesiology, highly recommend this. And if you actually haven't done kinesiology, go and do that as well. That's another practical, tangible tip. But this is something that you can tap on absolutely anything. And things that I have been tapping on this year are when I hit revenue goals, when I hit client goals, when I see a certain amount of money in my bank account, being able to, again, somatically feel safe, feel ma- somatically feel safe to not only hold that and bring that, but know that I can keep that. Remember what I said at the start of this episode, One of my beliefs was that I had to get rid of money. And so what I really should have reiterated when I was speaking about that, you need to find those core beliefs around money and truly understand, like do a deep dive into how they actually affect you. It's all well and good to say, yeah, I picked up that money is evil. Money is the root of evil. But how does it subconsciously and consciously affect you? And this is why I said my Womastery Mastermind all the details in the show notes, but one element of this entire mastermind is changing the way you think and getting to the root of your subconscious programming. And so you really need to understand how it it is actually showing up. Not just a lot of people do money mindset, especially when it comes to business. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm just scared to make this money because my parents weren't good with money. Okay. That's a great start. That's an amazing start, but how is it affecting your business? How are you doing that in business? 
How are you actually showing in your business that you're scared? What are the actions you are actually taking? Mine in my business at the start was definitely getting money and yes, paying my bills, but then I would spend the rest on shopping. Like I would have to get rid of it. I would emotionally stop. I wasn't shopping, grounding myself. And so when you become, I, I really need to just take on this point you need to become consciously aware of what you are actually doing. And then we can move into regulating ourselves and feeling safe in the body body to hold a certain amount. Tap on looking at your bank account, tap on the amount that you get paid. Even if right now you're like, I want to start a business, but I'm still at my job, tap on that amount and then Photoshop something in Canva of your bank account and a high, the amount that you want to earn per year or per month in your business. Photoshop and tap on that. Look at how like EFT tapping, like I do this, I will put an amount and then I'll look at it. What comes up in your body? Maybe the first split second is like, oh, fuck yeah, excitement. I can't wait to get that. And then after that, it's like, you can feel it in your heart. You can feel it in your stomach, maybe your throat. Maybe you start to get a bit sweaty. Maybe you start to like get anxious and you have to move. You're feeling overstimulated. These are all indications that it's not sitting well in your body. And then from this, you need to see this kind of loose back to what I was saying, like how that is playing out in your business. Do you find that every time you get momentum, you're making sales, it's feeling really good. You're really, really happy. You're getting all these clients. And then all of a sudden it's getting towards the end of the month and maybe you've hit that unconscious revenue standard. And then you start to be really slow at replying to DMs or you start to just not show up, like put content out. Or maybe you just don't do your marketing emails. Or maybe when you're selling, you're kind of just like the energy behind it is like, oh, just putting this up because that energy signifies to me that you aren't working on your money mindset. That signifies to me that there is, see how they they may seem to you like you're not motivated or you're tired or you're lazy. These can be parts of it, of course, but they're also indicating to me that you have an unconscious revenue standard and there's something stopping you from reaching great heights. Now, kind of to feed into, as we're coming to the end of this episode, what I want to say is I was having this discussion with my partner the other day. Money is an infinite resource. There is so much money out in the world. There is so, so, so much money out in the world. I know right now that there is an economic crisis, right? There's, yes, we are experiencing that. I'm from Australia, so we're experiencing it here. But what I do need to say is there is so much wealth out in the entire world. When I was talking to my partner, he told me something that, because uh, I was saying, you know, there's actually so many billionaires and millionaires, they're not celebrities, they're, they're not influencers, they're not well-known personalities. And he was saying that he came across an article and I think the UK, again, please don't take this verbatim, I'm remembering a very quick story, but something he saw was like the UK was celebrating their 100,000th I don't know, multi-millionaire or billionaire or something like that. Maybe the numbers will be different, but I know it was like 100,000 or maybe it was 100 million. That to yourself needs to indicate that there is so much wealth. There is so much wealth out there. There are people, when it comes to business, and this is why you need to listen to the first four episodes, but you need to solve a problem. You need to sell a solution. You need to solve a problem. But You can have the best solution, but unless you do what I've told you in the last four episodes, but, and also be able to prime your money mindset to welcome 
in the amount of money that you desire and get really crystal clear on why you desire it and feeling safe regulating in your body, then you're never going to see that or it's going to feel like an uphill struggle. When I started to fully, and I'm going to do a few other things like side notes that have really helped me, but when I fully started to embrace the fact that money is infinite and money is everywhere instead of, oh my God, it's so hard to get money or there's not enough money, things started to change. Other ways that I've really changed my relationship with money or the way that I view money is number one, I am no longer scared about talking about money. I used to be really, really scared. I don't think I would have done an episode like this a couple of years ago. Money triggers people, but I love money. I love the opportunities that money can bring me. I love the opportunities that money can bring me and my partner. We've had so many opportunities over the past couple of years and it's been amazing. And we also have a very exciting 2024 to come. And a lot of those opportunities that are coming in the next couple of years is a possibility because of money. And I think that people want to sit here and say, well, money isn't everything. And, you know, money, money doesn't buy happiness. I'm definitely not saying that, but it does bring you opportunities and those opportunities can lead you to your greater purpose. So I think one thing was embracing that I love money. I had, I have conversations with uh, specifically with my one-on-one clients about this and getting them really used to and sitting in like loving money and being open about money and speaking about it. And I think that It triggers a lot of people because we've grown up in this mentality that you're bad or you're weird or it's like this taboo topic. It's like when you speak about sex, it's like, oh, don't speak about that. That's kind of weird. So get really, really comfortable about speaking about money, about rejecting other people's beliefs too. I... I'm strong enough in my beliefs. Like I said, I don't, I don't acknowledge the word expensive. It kind of like bounces off of me. Like I have a force field. I also have the belief and back myself when, when my friends specifically, or even my family sometimes are speaking about something to do with money. I don't push my beliefs. It's not about that, but I will stand in my beliefs. There's a difference. You can stand in your beliefs and have a conversation with someone. You don't need to push them just because you believe you're right. Remember, people are operating from their belief systems, from their nervous system. So really being able to back yourself when it comes to your money mindset. Now, specifically in relation to business is showing up with the energy, with the belief system that you are requiring from your clients. If you are trying to attract people to, let's say you're like a coaching service like me, you're attracting people to invest in and buy. What do your investments look like? What do you feel like when you spend money? Are you expecting people to pay $2,000 to do a coaching with you, but you haven't invested in yourself or you get really scared or you ghost coaches yourself? It's incredible. Uh, (laughs) I've had many conversations with women who are trying to build a business and these, these women haven't come on to work with me. It's a, it's a really a lack mentality, but who want to build a business, but don't want to invest in themselves, but they are expecting other women 
to or or men to invest in themselves. They are expecting to sell a service and to have it sell out and to have the one-on-one seller, other group coaching or the membership, whatever it may be. You, Your clients, the people you attract are a direct reflection of the way you are doing things in business as well. So if you find that also you're attracting clients who are flaky on payments, you're attracting clients who are, are really, they they try to like haggle or they're like, okay, can I just do this instead? You need to look at the way that you are and your routine when it comes to investment. I also, this is a personal belief and I'll just say this, you cannot expect if you are a coach right now, you cannot expect people to invest in your services if number one, you have never invested in yourself. But I'm even going to go further to say you aren't currently invested into someone. I've always been supported in investment. It invested into someone at every point of my business journey for different things because how can I possibly expect my one-on-one clients, they pay me five figures to come into my one-on-one container. Why the fuck would I ever expect my one-on-one clients to pay me that and to attract women to pay me that if I'm not going to put that out and be a direct reflection of that as well. That's insane to me. That's absolutely insane. So your business, your clients, the money in your bank account is a direct reflection of how you are making investments, how you are spending money, how you are handling money. And when I started to realize that things and allowed myself to flow in the way of the, the, clients and the the business that I wanted to attract, things started to move more in alignment with what I truly desired. Not, it didn't feel clunky. There was a period in my business where there was no boundaries. It was clunky. People were defaulting on payments. It wasn't ideal. It's just, it was just clunky, but that was a direct reflection of me, my own money mindset and the way that I viewed it. You get to raise these standards, but you need to back yourself. You need you need to get behind what you were charging. You need to get behind the the energy of that and why it is that price. That I'm not here to tell you that you know this this service or this product should be this price point or whatever. You really do need to feel into that, but you need to be able to back that 110. percent You know, I started out. I started out charging. $40 for my personal training 30-minute session or maybe 45-minute session, $40, right? This is, I'm just showing you a big comparison when it comes to money mindset and really breaking the unconscious revenue standard, breaking the gas ceiling when it comes to what you're worth. Then I think I went to $80 for a 45-minute session. And then just before I left, I think it was around $100, $110 for a 45, maybe a 50-minute personal training session. I then moved into my mindset coaching just as I was like on the edge of both PT and mindset coaching. And my first four-week, this was the Confidence Collective when I first started. It was very, very different when I first started. But four weeks, I'm pretty sure, was my mind wants to tell you 497 Australian dollars yeah so probably about like 290 or 300 USD 300 USD and just to keep it simple so we'll just talk Australian dollars that's what my PT was in so we'll say 500 uh, dollars Australian dollars for the four weeks and slowly incrementally I have been pushing 
my unconscious revenue standard, I have been pushing the way that I feel with charging more. And it's not about charging more just because your amount of experience or the amount of time you've been in business. It's can you get behind that price? What is the reason someone is paying you that? Now, like I just said, my one-on-one mentorship is five figures, high five figures. Going from back from uh, charging $500, the Confidence Collective was actually one-on-one. It wasn't group coaching when I started. So $500 for four weeks into my now six or 12-month mentorship, which is high five figures. And that only comes from doing this work and getting and being able to put yourself behind that. And of course, there are other factors like the the amount of the the type of coach and mentor you are and the, the concepts that you teach, right? If my clients are paying me that and I'm getting on a call and I'm like, let's rewrite some limiting beliefs for 45 minutes. Like that's boring as fuck. I, I don't get, I don't deserve to be paid for that. You need to raise to that sense. Like what are you bringing to the table as a coach, as a business? You've also got to think about that, but that really feeds into your belief systems when it comes into money. Money is easy to make when you tap into the frequency that it is infinite, that you are abundant, that, you know, this is a very feminine energy, the receiving, it's the masculine and feminine uh, feminine energy. It's the masculine of doing, but it's also the feminine of being able to do and then sit back and receive. The moments that I have made money, the most, like most effortless moments have been the moments that I've taken the action I've let go, like I've detached from the outcome. Like, okay, I've taken this action. I'm doing this launch and I should sign this client or it needs to be six clients or it needs to be this amount of money this week or this month. I've let go of that. I've detached and I've allowed myself to be in the feminine. And I'm going to share with you a specific example that I will never forget. And it's like a core memory that I keep to really give myself evidence that this this works so I remember I was in Bali last year I was in Bali for three months with my partner and I it was I think the second launch of the Femme Collective and so I'd done a bunch of like launch type content leading up maybe like a week and a half no sorry two weeks and I had just been outputting a lot showing up in my stories doing a lot of lives like doing it all the, the real masculine part my marketing emails and it was the day after the initial launch and you know there wasn't much going on with all this launch and so I was like you know what I'm in Bali I'm going to detach and I feel really really good like I felt good because all my content and everything I'd put in out it was very aligned it was very congruent and I felt so good about it and so instead of which a lot of people do they like get fixated and they stay in their masculine they're like it needs to be this way or like okay I'm just gonna sit here and be like I'm abundant I'm abundant no part of this is like being able to receive it and allow your body to be open like a vessel for money to come into right again going back to that stick figure if that was a person and you were just standing there like okay I've done the work now come to me or like pay attention to me pay attention to me why aren't you paying attention to me pay attention to me imagine the fuck you're saying that to someone you're dating they're going to be like what the actual fuck shut up you're annoying And so it's getting into the energy of receiving. And I remember the day after launch, I did that. We spent the whole, I think it was from like 12 o'clock or 11, 11 a.m. 
right until after sunset at a beach club, just drinking, have swimming around, having a bit of a dance, just me and my partner, beautiful beach club in Uluwatu in uh, Indonesia, Bali. Beautiful time that I just detached. I like didn't even think, I didn't check my phone. I, you know, a lot of people I see they're like refreshing or like going into there and watching their stories. I was completely in my feminine energy. I'd never been to this uh, been to this beach club once, but I'd never been with my partner. So I was like really in the moment. I was like, I've been working hard. I'm so excited to enjoy this day with you. Anyway, I get home and, you know, scrolling my phone and went to my emails and I, four, four or five people signed up. I think that's one of the quickest periods of launching a program and conversion of people signing up. Yeah, it was either four or five. And now I do want to say, does it, always happen that easy no of course remember everything I've spoken about I've been consistently doing the money mindset you can't just be like okay I'll do the work and be my feminine and go do a dance or whatever no you need to do the other work I've been speaking about when it comes to your beliefs and your energy and how you show up but this was just this is just to show you that this is a part of it you can't hold on to the results you can have goals you can have attentions uh intentions but you need to really let go and allow that money to come into and flow into you when it comes to your business. When it comes to the way of making sales, I've set revenue goals when it comes to a group coaching, but then I have made most of that revenue goal actually by signing a one-on-one clients or for an, another bundle that I have. And so it hasn't actually come from the group coaching, but I've still made the money that I set the goal for. So Allow yourself to flow, allow yourself to do the work and then flow into the feminine energy and know that if you were congruent, you were doing the things that I've spoken about in the last four episodes, you were consistent, taking the messy inspired action, it will flow. But like I said, this is really like the money mindset. This is the energetics. It's energetics. It's not the strategy like I've really spoken about in the past four episodes, um, particularly the last couple. So definitely if you want more of that, go listen to them. But I hope this has given you some idea when it comes to money mindset. And like one other thing that I want to put out there is you need to act in accordance with who you want to be when it comes to that type of business owner. Are you wanting to be a five-figure business owner or a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure? Like what is it? And act in accordance. What are they doing? How would you, like ask yourself right now, if you were to make $10,000 in your business tomorrow, what? how would you act? And I don't want you to straight away be like, okay, I'm going to spend all this money. I'm going to do this. and I'm going to buy that. What are the things that you were capable of doing right now? How would you wake up? Would you wake up feeling differently? Would your morning routine be different? Would you instead go to the gym first before checking your emails first? I promise you these small changes in your energy, in your attitude, in the way that you are and who you are becoming makes such a difference when it comes to money mindset. And so start to prime your mind, have that have that think. If it's like, I want to make $3,000 in my business or I want to make 30000 or I want to make $300,000 in my business. Okay. How would you start acting? How are you showing up? These are the things that matter when it comes to money mindset and energetics in business. And like I said, if you have loved this episode and you've been loving this series, leave me a comment, leave me a review. I really, really appreciate it. And of course, if you want to learn more and you realize that you would love to change the way you think and and to work on your money mindset, to work on your business, your personal money mindset, then definitely go into the show notes, go and learn more about Wall Mastery Mastermind. 
the web page is there but that is application only we do start in January but I'm just I'm really excited for all the women we already have it's just going to be amazing I want to scream into this microphone that's how excited I am but any questions you can also come into my DMs slide into my DMs on Instagram and we can have a chat but I'm going to leave you there this was a much longer episode than I anticipated but I appreciate you all and I'll speak to you soon bye